What's going on, everybody? What's going on? <laughs> At first, I didn't know if my uh my 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 stuff was was happening, but what's going on? What's going on? I didn't know if my 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 software was going was you know was working or everything. But what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devonte, episode fifty seven. We are returning from our Thanksgiving holiday vacation. How is everybody doing? Um. After all of this, you know, all of the turkey eating that you were doing, all the greens and mac and cheese and dressing, um, if you eat stuffing, that nasty shit, uh, you know, all of the great things that you were sitting around the table talking about at Thanksgiving, I hope that you had a great, great holiday. Um, My holiday was amazing. Uh, I actually stayed home and actually cooked uh, for um, myself. And my girl, uh, shout out to her, shout out to Bay. Um, yeah, you know, made a little Thanksgiving at the crib. You know what I'm saying? Made some Cornish hens, about four of them things. You know, uh, made some macaroni and cheese. You know, got some Glory Greens. Um, if you don't know what Glory Greens is, uh, they're in the can. You know, they're a good second option if you don't want to make greens or if you don't have the time to pick your own. I didn't have the time to pick my own. You feel me? I got paid the day before Thanksgiving. So so I was like, you know what? What can be quick, fast, and in a hurry? And I knew what I could make quick, fast, and uh, in a hurry. And um, I knew that Glory Greens would be a great alternative, so I had some of that. Um, Made basically everything else by hand. Uh, Had the Hawaiian rolls, you know what I'm saying? Couldn't make those by hand. I had to, you know, buy them from Meyer, but that was okay because they were amazing. Um, but you know, made the chocolate cake and everything. Shout out to my bestie. Uh, shout out to Liv for bringing over the strawberry banana pudding because that shit was amazing. Um, if you didn't see it, uh, I'm sorry if you didn't get none. I'm sorry too because it went all in my stomach. Um, man, it was amazing. But yeah, man, you know, Thanksgiving has been Thanksgiving was great. Uh, can't wait to go home for Christmas. Um, but just to let y'all know, uh, 2018, uh, it's almost over. Just want to let y'all know that. that we have a little less than a month, right? A little more, sorry, than a month left. And uh, in, in, in the year of 2018. And some of y'all are really playing with time. You know what I'm saying? Understand that you, have, you, you still have time to do things, um, to get things accomplished in 2018. You have a month. Little, like I said, a little over a month uh, left in 2018 and you think things are not going to get accomplished. Let me tell you something. God controls time. You understand what I'm saying? He, 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 he makes sure, um, or whoever that you believe in, um, is going to bless you. He's going to make sure that you get your stuff done, but you have to work. You understand what I'm saying? You got to put that work in in that time. So uh, just make sure that you're, you know, you're checking off those goals for 2018 uh, and make sure you're getting those goals for 2019 ready, uh, preparing for 2019. Um, I can't I can't stress enough how much I am seriously, you know, just in preparation for 2019. Seriously, I'm in all factors and I'm not just talking about this in a business sense. Um, It's just amazing how. You know, uh, just talking with one of my friends, shout out to Chantel, um, about how, you know, I'm I'm just feeling a lot of my friends just getting prepared for a, a, a blessing in 2019 that they've been working so hard that they've been 
overlooked. You know, people have been laughing on their name. Um, people have been overlooking them, and I feel like their blessing is coming. Some people's, you know, when, when, when you've been laughed at, when you've been joked, you know, when you've been taking a joke of, you know, sometimes you have to sit back in the corner and just let your actions do the talking because when you talk so much, um, your words, you know, interfere with each other. And, uh, you know, sometimes your words and your actions don't really uh, correlate with what you have going on. So somebody that's talking about what they have going on and not really putting it into action, um, to me, is just a, 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 a false communicator. And somebody who is actually talking less, and I see that your actions are speaking more, is a true communicator. Um, in a sense that you're actually doing what you need to do. Uh, followed by action and not just by your words. And um, if your, action is, your actions are speaking louder than your words, then I'm, I'm, I'm definitely uh, more inclined to sit here and give you props and praise. So uh, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> but seriously, you know, just to those who are out there getting it and grinding, you know what I'm saying, continue to grind. You know, continue to make your preparations for 2019. Continue to just... Um, uh, just continue to keep going. And what I don't want is for people to who have not even tried to make an attempt to um, make any type of changes for themselves in 2018 um, to sit here and complain about how things are going wrong for you in 2019. You understand what I'm saying? Because first of all, you you have to God is not just going to sit here and change you. Um, he's not going to do all the work himself. He's not going to put in all the work himself. He's going to need you, need, not want you, but need you to sit here and work for yourself To You have to better yourself. And if you don't want to see the betterment for yourself, you're going to continue to complain about how your life is toxic-turvy or, you know, it's not going the way you want it, but you're still living in the same mindset, the same filth, then you have to get then you're going to continue living in that. You're going to continue being somebody who complains about their situation but is not willing to sit here and make the necessary changes to literally combat that and literally shape your life. So I listen, when we when 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 we go into 2018 with a new mindset and a new change, make sure that you are literally trying to change what you can now and make preparations for next year. If you are not trying to hear the sound of my voice, cut me the fuck off. You understand what I'm saying? Like, seriously, you know, so, um, yeah, just try to make those preparations, people. We, we are, we're, 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 we're getting into a season, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, 2020 is on the way and, um, I'm, I'm trying to make preparations for then. You understand what I'm saying? Like, bump 2019, I'm trying to make preparations for 2020. I'm trying to make further preparations. You understand what I'm saying? Further preparations down the line for 2021, 22. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I'm, my mind races a mile a minute. And um, I just hope people are just, you know, going to make that, going to make those preparations for themselves and uh, for the people that they care about. So, Sorry, you know what I'm saying? I had to get into it real quick. I missed y'all. You know what I'm saying? I haven't been here for a good two weeks. And I said I had to miss y'all. I miss y'all. It's going to be a long show. So you better be tuned in. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we, we have a good show, jam-packed show for y'all this week. We have so much to get into. Um, we're going to get into uh, Kim Ye, Kim Porter, 
Um, we're going to get into Steph Curry. We're going to get into Black Friday, um, Takashi Six Nine, The Lion King movie, uh, and then our brother to brother question of the day would be if if you could have your haircut last the same time as a soul win, would you pay for it? My brothers. Okay. Now we'll get into it, right? We'll get into all of that too. Um, we're going to talk about rules on how to raise a black man, right? Um, 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 so shout out to Bay. Like I said, uh, sent me, uh, this, this link, um, about 30, there were 32 rules on, you know, how to, uh, how or how to teach? I'm sorry. Let me let me read these for real. Uh, the rules to teach your son, um, more so, and it was a black father, but more so rules to teach your son. Um, and we'll read those rules. We'll read some of those rules, and uh, we'll you know we'll give my honest opinion on that. Of course. Um, let's see. Let's see. Of course, we have our MVPs of the week. Um, these are two. Now listen, our MVPs of the week this week are two people that I feel like in the black community we need to. Here's my thing. I think there comes a time where we need in the black community to hold special individuals tight, right? We need to hold them tight in the black community. We need to try to hold like like there's only like Denzel Washington, right? We he's he's been held tight. He's a he's a mega mogul star. Like if that man goes into any movie, you know. Everybody, low key, don't matter which race is going to go watch him because why he's just that much of an impactful actor. Will Smith, right? S- same thing, right? So my MVPs of the week, I feel like, are going into that type of realm, into the type of realm where, as a black community, we need to hold them tight and not let them go, right? So my MVPs of the week are DC Young Fly and Shannon Sharp, and I'm going to get into why I feel this strongly about that, right? And then my biggest loser of the week is Lauren Hill and the fans of Lauren Hill. Okay, now we're going to get into that as well. All right, I'm going to add, I'm going to explain why the fans, most of all, are the biggest losers for real, for real. Not just Lauren Hill, but the fans. You know what I'm saying? I I have to give some some flack to the fans um, for real, for real. And then our PNA topic of the week, we're going to finish up our Y series, um, our last part. And I want to shout out Miss um, Erica Marie. I went to uh, high school, good friend uh, with her back in um, back in high school. We were good high school friends. And uh, she helped me with this topic of coming up because I was having a brain fart. You hear me? I was having a brain fart for this uh, for the opinion topic of the week. And I was like, hmm, I want to continue the Y series, but I don't know which way to go with this. And we just started talking about a lot of things. Um, literally, it just ran from music into how we're how influencing how music is influencing uh, our kids, um, especially the new generation, and how it influenced us and. You know, it just changed. Like as we were talking, I was just writing, just jotting things down, and so many thoughts came into my mind. And the, the, the main question that I came up with was, how are we influencing our children, especially in the black community? And and and, and let me let me let me sit here and say this right now: the point of this podcast is literally to talk about stereotypes that are hard to talk about. Especially, first of all, in the black community. If I'm going to, if, if this podcast is going to sit here and get into a lot of things that we as black people don't want to hear nor talk about, but we have to get at the root of. You understand what I'm saying? We as a black community are flourishing, we are growing, we are striving, 
we are prospering. You understand what I'm saying? But as a, also as a black community, we have a, a lot of hidden things that we don't want to talk about. You understand what I'm saying? And for me, I love to cover all of those bases and question so many of the things that are hidden in our community. Then we take it to a whole broader view. You understand what I'm saying? Before we can even try to get into um, this, 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 this uniform view of, uh, trying to understand America as a whole, first of all, black people, we got to understand our history. You understand what I'm saying? We don't understand. You understand what I'm saying? And these stereotypes that continue to haunt and 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 follow us are stereotypes that we need to dig into. You understand what I'm saying? So one of the, the like I said, the last one do I want to uh, talk about um, is how we as black people are influencing our children. You understand, not just with music, but with um, sports and how how America looks at our kids. You understand what I'm saying? Because especially with all of these shootings and 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 these killings going on, and, and it, it's just ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Because these kids, first of all, kids, period, no matter which color, are getting slaughtered. And I mean just slaughtered, just period. And it's sickening. It's 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 heartbreaking. People are just getting slaughtered. Kids are getting slaughtered, and it's ridiculous. You understand what I'm saying? However, when it comes to the black the the, the black child, I want to understand how are we as black as black people influencing our children? Because we as black people have a lot of different ways of influencing. You understand what I'm saying? So I want to dig into that and, um, you know, just just get some of you guys' views. We are, like I said, on uh, Instagram Live right now. So let's get into the um, the first half of the top, uh, first half of the show. So let's recap the holiday. Mm-hmm. Of course, like I said, you know, cook for bay and whatnot. You know, everything was Gucci, Mayana, you know, food was great. Um, didn't do no Black Friday shopping. Cause I really didn't have no Black Friday mind, you know what I'm saying? So um it was fine, you know, spent it with Bay, you know, talked to my mama, my auntie, my grandma, you know, talked to the fan bam. You know, it was good, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is probably one of my favorite holidays. And like I said two weeks ago, y'all gonna stop skipping over Thanksgiving. Like it's just some other holiday. You understand what I'm saying? Thanksgiving is probably my my favorite holiday ending the year. Literally. Like, man, just the feeling of just being able to cook. Like, y'all got to understand. You know, like, coming from where I was, you understand what I'm saying? Being very, I don't want to say I didn't eat during Thanksgiving, but I didn't, I was definitely not as able to, financially able to cook or eat as I wanted to, right? And to be able to cook the way I wanted to, to be able to do a Thanksgiving the way I wanted to, uh, was just a blessing. You understand what I'm saying? Um, thinking about how how much God has just brought me through over these last three years, you know, it's just amazing to see, you know, uh, just, just, just the the, the the maturity and just the, the work he has done on me. It's just amazing, man. Like, it's just so great. Uh, so, you know, shout out to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was hype. 
Um, so let's get into um, Miss Kim Porter. Um, rest in peace uh, to Miss Kim Porter. Now, if you don't know who Kim Porter is, Kim, Kim Porter is the uh, ex-wife um, of Sean Puffy Combs. Um, they had three children, I believe. Three children together, I believe. Twins and another, and Quincy. No, and the dark-skinned child. Uh, I forgot his name. Uh, <laughs> um, but um, she passed away of, uh, I believe, double pneumonia. Um, no, not double pneumonia. She was just she just had pneumonia in her system, and uh, she didn't get it treated for two weeks. So it was like bronchitis in her heart and everything, and uh, she she passed away. And um, man, that it it was kind of hard, you know, like you know, just because Kim Porter was really um, an influential piece in uh, in Sean and and Puff and P Diddy's, you know, life during the early the early the early 90s early 2000s you know they were together for about 11 years so you know um just to see her just up and passing she was she wasn't old you know what i'm saying she was 40 like or what early 40s i believe like early 40s she wasn't she wasn't old at all she was she was beautiful she 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 looked vivacious she looked you know like every other black woman at 40 good you know what i'm saying looking great and uh, it was just, it's just so sudden, you know, it, it's just so sudden how uh, God is just taking them early, you know, too early. And uh, we just have to, I, I just want people to appreciate the, 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 appreciate the people that you have here now. You understand what I'm saying? Make those men, like, you know, I, I, and I know this is not going into, you know, them and how they feel about her because, you know, uh, but I, I say this because that death can can quickly just snatch you like that. You understand what I'm saying? So whatever grudges you got, whatever men, like, you know, whatever you feel and make amends, break, like, like uh, mend those fences, mend the bridges. You understand what I'm saying? Because uh, it's not worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody, like somebody who was mad at Kim Porter, just, just hypothetical, you know, who who was mad at Kim maybe two, three days ago, now can't say I'm sorry because she, she, she's gone. You know what I'm saying? Well, she, you can say I'm sorry, but that physical, I'm sorry of hugging you now, I, I can't say that. You understand what I'm saying? And of course, you know, that forgiveness is going to be there, you know, spiritually, they're going to forgive you. But, you know, this, that fact of them physically, you know, holding you and saying, I forgive you. I, I, I understand that. So just, appreciate people while they're here you understand what i'm saying because you don't know how long they really 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 have this is why i say we take time for granted we really really do we really take time for granted now we really do and we have to stop that we 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 gotta cherish it period um so just uh my condolences to kim porter and to the whole combs family uh kim uh, combs and porter family uh, just sending y'all much needed prayer and love, man. That that I know, cause that that that's tough. Um, so let's talk about this mother that tries to drive her van into the ocean, right? So a mom of four, she had three kids and she was pregnant, right? 
Mama Four, decided that she wanted to drive in the ocean. And in the video, you see her driving on the ocean, like literally on the beach. And she's driving into the ocean. And the man who's, you know, uh, there was a woman, there was a man and his wife who recorded uh, the situation. So the man jumps out the car and is running towards the van because the kids in the van are screaming, help us, help us. She's trying to drive into the ocean. No lie. She literally is trying to drive into the ocean. So a white male who, like I said, jumped out the car and then a black male um, come up and try to get these kids out the car. Meanwhile, the mom is literally still driving into the ocean, right? She's literally still driving. So I think it was another man that tried to come or a lifeguard that tried to come, right? They try to get these kids out. So I think they got two kids out at first. And then the mom was struggling at the wheel uh, with the lifeguard trying to still drive the van into the fucking ocean. So then at that point, she gets out, still struggling, and now walks off, right? So then they 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 notice that there's a third child in the van. So they rush in there, try to get the third child out the van, get him out the van, rush out um the van because at this point the van is damn near to the point where it's about to push off into the water. Like it's it the the tide is strong and it's strong enough that even at beach level, you know, the van is shaking and it's moving and it don't have no sturdiness. Like it's it's the tides are hitting the van like it's 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 getting crazy. So they get the kid out, you know, and the van is, is safe. And the mom allegedly with the reporter saying the the mom had a mental illness. She uh, sporadically just, you know, left from her sister's house and, you know, she was going to drive uh, everybody into the water because she didn't uh, she was afraid of her husband and everything. And like I said, here's my thing. I don't want to sit here and discredit um her story in any way and sitting here saying like okay well that sounds false or you know that just sounds crazy or whatnot however what i will say to this is this shit sounds crazy (laughs) this shit sounds bananas you understand what i'm saying because for you to sporadically go and i mean just drive all the way to the beach, about to drive your kids to the car, I mean, in, into the ocean. Like, I mean, literally drive your kids into the ocean. Like, at that point, there has to, at that point, before, there, there with, your, with you at your sister house, there has to be a point where you, your sister has to know that you're going through something. Right. That you're literally trying that you're literally going through mental health and and as your sister, she should know that you are going through something mentally. Right. Something. So mentally, you're not stable to even drive. 
Right? So you have now three kids and a baby in you. You have three kids and a child trying to drive into the ocean. Like, baby, wait a minute. Hold on. These are five lives that you're trying to take. Yours, the inside life that you have inside of you, and three lives that's in the backseat of your van. Wait a minute. Hold on. Like, let me just applaud. Those two men that literally jump because when I tell you I'm I, I'm gonna post a video on our IGTV uh, on our IGTV page on the podcast uh, Instagram I'm gonna post a video as well so y'all can see how quickly this man jumped out the car like his his wife was videotaping everything and his he jumped out big man too zooming through the six do you hear me that man was zooming to that bank. Like, and then my man's with the black dude, he's like, what the hell? It was just, it looked crazy. Like, if y'all seen it, it looked crazy. If y'all didn't see it, you're going to see it, and you're going to be like, what the fuck? Like, you're going to be like, what? And the way that the mom walks away from the van, right? It's just like, wait a minute. Is this real? Is this something to, like, just to be, because sometimes I just, I, sometimes I just don't understand. Right. And sometimes I, I try to be sympathetic to mental illness because I know what that feels like. But at the same time, I'm like, wait a minute. There has to be like a stop button. Is there not somebody educate me? Because that to me right there is just so that's so tragic and it's so sporadic. And it makes me feel like I don't know what to say sometimes in these moments. Because, like I said, I feel one way in like trying to sit here and be sympathetic to her feelings and trying to say, okay, listen, I don't know what mental, you know, health issues she has going on or what is going on with her mentally, but she needs to get checked out. But at the same time, you're a mother of four. You didn't know that you were having this before. The the man that you were work, then then the husband is not damn near probably not supporting you so where is your family at this time why are they not taking custody of your kid like what is happening i was just more afraid for those kids all of them even the baby that was inside do you hear me i was afraid i was scared that shit is crazy them waves was wild go watch the video and if you don't watch the video by the end i'll post it on my igtv page all right, so let's talk about Kimye, man. So, you know, Kim and Kanye. All right. <laughs> right. Mm. Oh, I need a little drink and drink. Shout out to Arizona Black and White Ice Tea with Jen singing, honey. Yeah. Send me a case of that. That's some good stuff. Um, But yeah, let's talk about Kimye real quick. So, Kanye, um, obviously is a little uh, upset. I don't want to say upset, but maybe just a little frustrated <laughs> at the fact that Kim continues to post. Now, there was a there was a story or a posting uh, a story out there that Kim um, says, or she went on Ellen and she said that basically uh, Kanye gets mad that, or, you know, sometimes feels uncomfortable or gets mad sometimes that she posts um, thirst traps for the gram. Now, if you've seen one of her post traps, she was in the kitchen 
with uh, uh, she was in the kitchen with nothing on but a bathing suit with like I guess making a cake with a chocolate spoon and um you know it 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 it, it looked you know like like a Kim video uh Kim photo and um I guess you know she she was telling Ellen that you know he gets upset you know like you, you I guess you can't post that much on you know that many uh thirst traps on basically social media and you know she's like you can she was like, you know, sometimes I do admit to him that I do it for the gram and everything like that. And I was, you know, this just hearing it out of her mouth. I'm like, you know how many people just do it for the gram? Do you know how many people just do it for the gram? But back to Kanye, right? My thing is, Kanye, how long did you want Kim? You wanted Kim since Ray J hit it first. Let's be clear. And I'm not saying that just, just to be disrespectful. I'm saying that because it's fact. Right, you've been wanting her since like like oh four oh three, like seriously. You understand what I'm saying? So she's been this has been her bread and butter, right? This has been the way she's made money. She tapped into that type of industry when no other like when 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 no other person was trying to really tap into it. She tapped it, broke it. And restructured the industry and made it damn near one one of the most trendiest industries to be a part of. Where you show half your ass on the damn social media and you get paid for it. That's modeling. So what are you mad for? She's been doing that for about, what, almost 15 years? And she's been calling and modeling. Now, I'm not saying she's not a model. Because she's had modeling gigs, but I'm—I mean, I would more so call Naomi Campbell a model. You feel now? That's a model. I would call um, um, Tyra Banks a model. You know, I would call um, who was who was the uh, voluptuous girl on uh, America's Next Top Model? Uh, who like she was? It was like season like four. And she like made it to like the top five. It was somebody, but she she, uh, she, she she something like that. You know, it was a shuh in there. But she she's a model, okay. The you know, and um, I I like I said, I don't want to take it there, but at the same time, to, who was who was the word? Takaria, Lord have mercy. There we go, Takaria. You feel me? Takaria was the one, okay. She literally. And, and and not saying that there wasn't big, voluptuous, beautiful black models back then, but she paved the way. She broke it down because she said, niggas, I'm about to come up here and show you all my assets. Damn it. Okay. And made it to the top five. Now, you know, because of um, show purposes, they wasn't about to let a big girl go through all the way to the top. You already know they won about to win. But maybe now that we are a lot more free, they'll probably do it now. But you know back then they won about to do that. Because it was all about image and all that shit back then. So, we... I, 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 it's kind of funny how Kanye is kind of upset about this. Bro, you married this. Right? And if you wanted her to change, then you should have said something in the beginning of your relationship 
before you actually put a ring on it. Because when you put a ring on it, that means you accept her for better or for worse. So this means for better or for worse. Now, I'm not saying this is worse, but this is her. This is this is what she's been for years. At least that's what she's been to us, right? That's what she's been to the general public that sees her. Because when she posts these thirst traps with her babies, with your kids, taking pictures of her, you know, damn near half naked. I'm just saying, you can't get mad at that. You're getting upset over what? You married her. Get over it. Too late. So sad. Ooh. Um, everybody pray for Steph Curry. Um, I know he was, you know, jumping around playing hoops, you know, uh, practicing his other game. But, you know, he got into a, a, a car accident, you know. Looked like his car got, you know, smashed up. So pray for Steph Curry, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, because without Steph, the Golden State Warriors really ain't shit. Sorry. It ain't really. You know, I mean, the records prove it. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm, that's that's not. That's not opinion. That's fact. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> that's not opinion. That's fact, people. That is that is definitely fact. They are not. Um, they're not this. They're not the same when Steph is not there. So, you know, pray for Steph. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Steph and them. Uh, Black Friday shenanigans, bro. So there is always some type of Black Friday shenanigans. There can never just be a Black Friday where there's not just Black Friday shenanigans. So I know a lot of y'all probably went Black Friday shopping. Um, I don't know if there were a lot of deals for Black Friday. I'm low-key waiting for um, kind of like Cyber Monday because I feel like Cyber Monday has the good deals, um, the best deals, honestly. Um, but every Black Friday, there is something. There is always something. And I read a story, of course, that this Black Friday in it, I think like either at Atlanta Mall or Alabama, Alabama Mall, that there was a shooting and an 18 year old and 12 year old got shot. Ended up being the ones getting shot. What is y'all problem? Like, Black Friday has literally programmed y'all. And it ain't nobody but the black fucking community. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to call it out. Ain't nobody but the black damn community. Ain't nobody. Okay? We act a fucking fool. Oh, damn near most of us act a damn fool trying to rush up in them stores and get what? 20, 30% off sales. Huh? Off the what? The original markdown price? Oh my God. Black Friday is such a scam. I go for the, like I said, I go for the Cyber Monday deals. Especially now that we have Cyber Monday. Most of the stuff that I get now, I go online. I don't shop in stores no more. Not for real. Only for groceries. And hell, at that point, they about to start, they starting to put groceries online. <laughs> huh? Y'all got an app for groceries? Because let them got an app for groceries and they deliver. And it's in Grand Rapids. I need it. What's up? Not playing. I don't have a car. No joke. No cap. No games. (laughs) Not playing. You feel me? But seriously, every year, every year there is something. Like, why can't we act accordingly? And I'm not not even talking to all just black people right now. I'm talking to everybody. 
Why can't we just act accordingly? Every Black Friday, y'all be bum-rushing, fighting over shit, getting shit. Like, I know stores at this point have now stocked up to the point where y'all can get a lot of the shit now. Why are we shooting folks? Why are we... For what? Like, bruh, they... Like, stores extend their damn sales all week. The next week, they be like, the last Black Friday sale week... Stores up to 40% off. Nigga, why are you just... We ain't learned. And I don't even know when they started Black Friday. I don't I don't even know when Black Friday started. I think my mama and them, been do, they did Black Friday like when... I think I remember hearing a black, uh, uh, about Black Friday like in 07, 08. You understand what I'm saying? So 10 years, right? Y'all been doing it from, from, from what I've been living... Y'all been doing this shit for 10 years. And in 10 years, y'all still ain't got it right. I'm done. Y'all got to get it to fucking gather. It is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, so let's talk about your mans, man. Uh, Takashi. 6 9 6 9 Takashi. Um, man, so if you don't know who Takashi 6 9 is, Takashi is this big viral rapper uh, turned troll, uh, turned rapper, turned um quote-unquote king of new york um this man now is facing i don't know if it's i believe it's 100 percent, but i'm not for sure somebody quote me um but my man is about to face about 25 years in prison now mind you takashi is about 18 19 you know 20 years old around that age and he's getting uh, uh, he's getting uh, 25 years for racketeering charges and right <laughs> or racketeering charges I'm sorry and uh, they are trying to say his lawyer is trying to like literally um, um, say anything in the book to try and you know get this man out of jail Um now, this is kind of what happens when you try to play fake gangster. Because as his lawyer said, uh, his lawyer said, well, Takashi 6 9 portrays a, a gangster for promo and for marketing, basically, and for his fan base. Well, one... A lot of celebrities who are from that that realm, right, who have actually been a part of the gangster life. You understand what I'm saying? Not gangster, gangsta. You feel me? Who have part, who have shot people before, right? Who said it in songs? Who who, who probably can get on speed dial and and get some? I'm saying, who literally do this? Have sat here and said to you numerous occasions. On numerous occasions, through numerous platforms, and I and I kid you not, I know they have told you probably through email, text message, phone call, everything. I know Nikki done said something to you that you need to stop portraying this gangster role. Stop it! It ain't you. And Takashi, you're a very intelligent. Young man, 
You understand what I'm saying? With all the tattoos and all the coloring, yeah, you're very intelligent up here, right? I gave you a little tutu, little, t- little, a little, like I gave you a little credit, just a little bit. You understand what I'm saying? But when I when I actually started listening to you talk, and you even said that I I know I'm not a gangster. I only do this because I literally, you know, my fans love it. And it's marketing play and it's for promo. Oh, I knew what you were doing. I knew you were an intelligent individual because this is not who you are. This is not what you do. But see, you said something on the Breakfast Club that made me that that got me now just kind of laughing. You were like, you know what, I can do anything. And you know, with my bodyguards around me, I can just do anything. Because if you've seen the video of him on the shade room, he was just dancing in a circle with his bodyguards. He said, you know what, I could just do anything with my bodyguards here. Just period. Well, brother, right now you are sitting in a holding cell. Uh, and you're facing 25 years. Sir, 25. And um, I don't know how a lot of people are about to play this. I feel like some people are going to be like, well, let's get to consciousness now now because we only know another black man in jail and blah, blah, blah. And then we're going to hear like, well, Takashi, I don't know because we told Takashi not to do that shit, blah, blah, blah. Listen, I don't know which side y'all going in. All I know is I'm just saying just do better, bro. Like, I just hope that it, this situation can just just make you just change the way you're thinking and just makes you do better. And I hope that this situation makes that a lot of you internet kings of rap. Yeah, y'all thought I forgot about you. Yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, I hope that this allows a lot of you guys who literally try to live this false gangster life to now see that they out here to get y'all and they're not playing. So stop trying to falsely be something that you are not to, to not even these, these internet kings, to everybody out there. Stop sitting talking about free my mans when your mans is trying to literally false play something that he ain't trying to be. You understand what I'm saying? I hate when people sit here and say, free my man when your man's wasn't even a gangster for real. Stop BSing and stop stop trying to be, oh, stop trying to cap when you ain't got no cap, for real. On some real shit, stop. He ain't gonna be free. He did the crime. He about to do the goddamn time. He wanted to play gangster. Now he about to get his... There you go. Damn it. Shit. Now, let's get into some, some uplifting shit. You understand what I'm saying? So, the Lion King, guys, listen. The Lion King is coming next summer. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. So, the Lion King movie, uh, this uh, CGI version. Uh, did I say it right? I think I said it right. Um, you know, the, the, the 3D kind of live version of the Lion King is coming out in the summer and I'm too excited, super excited for that because Lion King is probably, um, ultimately one of my favorite movies of all time, if not my favorite movie of all time. Um, and just to see the trailer, I almost had, I almost cried right then and there. I was like, my goodness. I said, oh my God, there go little Simba right there, right there. That's what he is. Um, so what I just want to say to Disney is just, I hope you take your time 
on this movie. Do not rush this movie. If you need to push it back to make sure this movie is perfect, do what you need to do. Do you hear me? But please make sure this shit is perfect. Do you hear me? Make sure it's perfect because if it's not perfect, I'm coming for your heads. I'm coming for heads. Do you hear me? I'm not joking. I'm coming Heads. I am coming for your throats because this movie is probably and anybody will tell you this is probably going to be in one of their top 10 top 5 movies hell probably top 20 if it's not in your top 20 you need to go shoot yourself okay what I'm saying but don't shoot yourself I'm just saying but I'm just saying make sure it is right okay um, brother to brother question of the day, fellas. This is for y'all, right? So this is a <laughs> this is a question for my fellas because I seen this on Facebook and I literally could not do nothing but say facts. Like, okay, so if you could if you could have your haircut last the same time as a sewing, right? Listen to my question. If you could have your haircut last the same time as a sewing, as a fresh sewing, would you pay for it? Right? Would you pay for it? So not now 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 this is what I'm not talking about, fellas. This is what I'm not talking about. No, 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 no. Let me let me let me break this down. This is what I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about the hair pieces that y'all are um trying out nowadays. I'm not talking about y'all beer pieces and y'all hair pieces and all of that fake shit um that y'all be doing in the barbershops nowadays. No, I'm not talking about that bullshit that y'all are doing. No. I'm talking about actually going to the barbershop and then literally cutting your hair. You know, the regular cut, you know, fade, beard, blah, 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 slap that out. But it lasting the same time. Like, it's, it's something in their clippers, something in, you know, something in their clippers that make your hair stay the same for for the dur- the same duration as a soul win if you keep it up right. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, because, you know, it's, uh, you know, so it's, 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 it's some, you know, some, some soul wins out here that, uh, <sighs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> That don't just look right. You know what I'm saying? You know, you you know a good upkeep sewing when you see one. You know what I'm saying? So, would you pay for it? I, me personally, I would. Because, let me just tell you, it is, my hair, personally, my hair grows back fast. Right? Like, my hair grows back atrociously fast. And it feels like I have to literally get my hair cut every week. Which I don't. I, get, I try to get my hair cut every two weeks. But, um... It's just like, dang, if I if I could pay like maybe a good hundred dollars or maybe like a hundred and fifty and we sitting there and you cut my hair and they say, you know, it lasts for a good two or three months. Boom, boom, boom. And literally it lasts for a good two or three months. And I'm sitting here, you know, dang, your hair could look nice. Did you go get it? No, you know, this is the same stuff. What? What? And then go get it back. Then you know how you know how much time and energy and i think a lot of money i would save but then just thinking about it maybe like maybe not like a hundred dollars maybe like maybe 80 you know maybe like 75 you know what i'm saying maybe not that much you know but I, I think i would pay for it so fellas let me just hear yo you know chime in on your responses uh you know let me know what y'all thinking um and our mvps of the week like i said our dc young flying shannon sharp now why are they my mvps of the week because I like I said, there is there is certain black 
individuals. Like, no, I'm not saying that we we don't need to keep our whole community, you know, tied together. But there are certain individuals that you just see that are just special. You know, they, they are just, they are the camaraderie of our community because they know how to be themselves, exuberate, you know, like, like just be, just be themselves through our culture, but also cross over into the other side, right? Into other cultures and be like, whoa, this, so this is what black people do, right? And they're not just being, you know, just the stereotypical. They're, they're showing new, like, they're just, they're, 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 they're people that we as black people have to protect, right? And I feel as though DC Young Fly and Shannon Sharp are those people. Now, DC Young Fly, I didn't even, I've been watching him since his Vine days, right? And ever since he got on Wild and Out, I've, I've literally been watching him very, very closely. And for the last four years of his career, this man has literally become a quadruple threat. This man can dance, sing, rap, act, um, a host. I, I don't, I don't, I don't name like five things. Like this man is crazy talented comedian you feel me i listen to the 85 south show like every week you know what i'm saying like this man is crazy talented this man is dope and i feel as though a lot of people are not taking his talent for talent for granted this man is dope as hell and i feel like we need to protect him same with shannon sharp this man shannon sharp is on the undisputed right on fox sports this man literally is the epitome of your un- your country uncle. Okay? He is literally the epitome of your country. Every time that man go on Undisputed, he bring a bottle of Hennessy and some backwoods. And a black and mild. What? You can't. Oh, we have to protect them too. Do you hear me? We got to protect them. That man... What? Showing the showing a side of the black culture that that is just amazing to and just being very transparent, honest themselves, knowing what I love them. I love them, and I just feel like as black people we need to protect them. You know what I'm saying? So just we we gotta keep that. We gotta keep that 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 hold on the man. We gotta keep that hold on. So our biggest loser of the week is Lauren Hill. And then the fans of Lauren Hill. So there was another story that came out saying that Lauren Hill was, I believe, in Paris. And she was two hours late to her show. And she apologized after for only doing 32 minutes worth of a show and then left. So basically fans were there for about three hours and they only got 30 30 to 45 minutes worth of performing. So fans were mad and saying, like, oh, my God, like, why did I come all this way to see her perform and blah, 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 blah. Here's the thing. Lauren Hill, from what I've been hearing, every time somebody goes to a concert, she's always late. And it's always an hour or something. You understand what I'm saying? And she only does 30-minute skits when she gets there. No more than an hour. And she takes your money and goes home. Why? Because she probably doesn't have a refund policy. No refunds, bitch. So if this has been a reoccurring thing for Lauren Hill, fans, why do you continue to go? 
Stop being her fans because obviously she's not caring about your time, about what you're bringing to. Come on now. As artists, you have to care about your fans. I love my I love my fans. I love my my subscribers, my followers that follow me. Y'all literally make up this podcast. If I didn't have y'all, that I wouldn't have I wouldn't have this. I could talk, but who gonna listen? You understand what I'm saying? So with her, Lauren, you have to you have to ultimately be willing and able to to give back to the fans that actually made your career. Huh? They were the reason. They were part of the reason why you got your five Grammys. Come on now. And then you're still you 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 continue to be late. That's a disrespect to them as fans. But then the fans, on the other hand, you have to understand if she has continuously, consistently been having these many late shows, because this isn't the first, second, nor third time I've seen nor heard this, you have to be saying, okay, well, maybe she just ain't going to show up. She ain't going to show up this Well, she'll show up this time. No, she won't. If she ain't going to show up the first, second, or the third time, especially the third time, I'm not paying my money to go see her. And I know them probably tickets were higher than hell. Higher than hell. So you, some artists are not going to be there just for you to give you the performance that you're looking for. Some of these artists are here to just get your money and they know the name that they have to get y'all out. Stop paying for these people that are not trying to give you a performance. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, man. But um, we're going to take a five-minute break, and we'll be back. You know what I'm saying? And we'll be back with the Opinionated Topic of the Week. This is the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae, episode 57. We'll be back in five. Yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? Welcome back. Welcome back to the second half of the show. This is the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae, episode 57. And we are back. With the second half of the show, the opinionated topic of the week. And this week, we are finishing up our Y series, um, <clears throat> part three. I'm talking about as 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 now that I'm growing up, um, how we are influencing our children, um, how I was influenced as a kid, and what we can, I guess, do better to influence... Um, and mentor our children now. Uh, and I want to give this topic a shout out to uh, Erica Marie. Like I said, um, good uh, uh, good friend um, used to go to high school with, um, and we were just chatting it up. And like I said, and it's so good to see um, so many people. Uh, well, not so many people, but um, a few people that I did um, kick it with in high school, doing really, really, really well. Um, and then just not every, you know, just not those people that everybody that I see um, around me that I know um, that are really doing well. Um, it's, re- it's, it's, it's really, it's really um, refreshing to see that uh, because she has her master's. You understand what I'm saying? She's out in Indonesia right now um, teaching um, until August. So she's understanding a new life, a new culture. And um, just talking to her and just picking her brain with some topics was amazing. And I like I said, I want to give the shout out topic to her because she literally, you know, brought this 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 topic up 
um, in talking about the way in, in which how black females, uh, black female rappers influence black um, uh, black women, uh, black female girls. And we were just talking about that. And then we, we started talking about how black male rappers, you know, influence uh, black black boys and everything like that. Then it just started going into how do we as a black community influence our children? Right. And then it, and then it just started crossing into my Y series about how I've been talking about a lot of black stereotypes that, you know, that we still have hidden in our in our in our culture today. And one of those, you know, and I, and I think I think ultimately it, it comes down to how we influence our children because they are the next generation. Um, now, like I said, I don't like the stereotype in which we as black uh, as the black community try to tell our kids that really you don't need help. You understand what I'm saying? Or if there is help, right? that most of us really don't take it. And especially from our own, right? So the first thing we have to do, what I see as a black community, is that we have to be willing and open to help our kids. We have to be willing to enable, right? Like sometimes when we see, when we listen, when we hear that, those two words, willing and able, we look, I think what happens is we look at the, the, the able part and think that we're too busy to put our time and foster our time into um, other things and other people. And as I'm growing and as I'm getting older, I see that that's not the case. I see how less kind of not that I like not that I feel less but that I feel as though if I had a lot more male mentors in my life you understand what I'm saying a lot more male mentors who accepted me for who I was right and didn't pass judgment you understand what I'm saying or chose favorites right that at the end of the day you were fostering into me, not just because you may not have liked me or something like that, but you saw something in me, right? And trust and believe me, there are a lot of kids out here that you probably don't like, that you probably sit here and you don't want to take on because they're a handful. Those are the ones, though. You understand what I'm saying? Because they're at a broken home, right? They may not have it together like we do. You understand what I'm saying? There are a lot of people, there are a lot of kids out here who are not getting mentored and influenced correctly. And sometimes, I knew when I was little, um, when my dad passed, I literally acted out. Why? Because <clears throat> the, 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 the skimpest male mentor in my life was gone, Right? Mind you, he was in Florida, I was here, but, or in Detroit, I'm sorry, but even still, that was my male mentor. That's the person that I looked up to. And when he was gone, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't look up to no other dude because it was my dad, but I tried, right? I tried to find male, male mentorship and still trying to find in male mentorship women. 
I feel like black women nowadays have it a lot. I don't want to say a lot easier, but I feel like it's a lot better, way better to find a black woman as a mentor. I've had numerous, still countless black women who foster into my life. You understand what I'm saying? And for me, that's a half and half. That's sick on one half, but that is amazing on the other half because my mom literally always told me it took a village to raise you. Not the fact that I was a bad kid because I wasn't, but I was a miracle child for her. You understand what I'm saying? I was a miracle child for my mom. And she literally said it, it takes a village to raise a child because I didn't know what I was doing. So, in that part, if we we we, I don't know if we're not. I don't I don't know, right? Because the influence that I got as a kid was more of the black woman in my life, right? The black men in my life, I didn't see a lot of hardworking black men, and I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm going to keep it a book. I didn't see a lot of hardworking black men. I saw a lot of hardworking black women. I saw a lot of hardworking black women. I didn't see a lot of hardworking black men. So that in itself made me become a black man who was hardworking in everything that he did. Now, it took me a long time to foster that mindset into 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 this body because this 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 didn't come along you understand what i'm saying you see me now in grad school and everything like that that came with a lot of failures and losses and ails i took a lot of ails in undergrad because i didn't truly prepare myself right i didn't truly prepare myself I wasn't prepared for this. College was more so a learning experience for me. And sometimes it's a lot of a learning experience for a lot of um, African-American black kids um, who are not exposed to that, who are not exposed to seeing successful black people doing what they need to do. We see hard working, right? We see hardworking black men, hardworking black women out there grinding and everything. We don't see successful, though. Some of us don't see success, successful black men and women actually going out there. That is a big influence to a child, to a black child, and, 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 and seriously. Because when I saw a, a black man in a suit, Downtown Detroit, it made me feel some type of way. It made me feel like, man, that man got authority. And you could have worked at Quicken Loans at the entry level. I don't care. At that time, it made me feel like you had authority over something, over someone. You had power. When I saw men wear their ties, black men who are now my age, who were my age now, Right? So who were 24, 10 years ago? Who are now 34, probably running businesses and shit? When I saw them, I was like, damn, I want to be like that. 
I want to strive for that. But see, now the thing is, when, when I try to, like I, I keep saying this, mentorship is a big thing, is a big influencer. I'm not saying that I didn't have mentors, but if it wasn't for those mentors who came into my life at the time that they did more black women than black men, but I'm grateful for them. If they didn't come into my life the way that they did, I don't know where I would be. I don't know where I would be. That's why sometimes when I direct people, when they come to Grand Valley and they, and, uh, I, I, I kind of direct those those the new students into the directions that of of people of the black faculty and staff, you know, at Grand Valley, you know, what I'm saying that are going to help them, right? Seriously, because you do have some black people, not just at institutions, but in the workplace, in schools, in corporate America that are not going to look out for you, that are just looking out for themselves. And that's not just even in corporate American school, that's out there in public. We have this program as a black community that we are programmed to just get it on our own. That is not a great influencer for our kids. Get it on your own. You, you got to get it. I was raised like that. I was raised like that. To the point where I'm sitting here trying to get it on my own. Not saying nobody wanted to help me because people wanted to help me. But raised, but looking at that mentality, looking at black people had to get their own stuff. You were programmed. We are programmed to think that way. We have to reprogram and get out of that mindset. We got to get out of that. That mindset is too toxic. That is not a great way to influence our children moving forward. Listen, I have no problem in helping. We are also programmed to sit here and try to just take without literally just, you know, just just keep taking and taking and taking and taking. We got to get out of that. That's not a good influencer for our kids. Hard work, but successfulness, mentorship. Being able to sit here and help those who want to be helped. Black people, my community, understand something. We are literally the community to be. Everybody wants to be black, whether they like it or not. Everybody is black. <laughs> by Jane, uh, by the by the white lady Jane, who be doing them crazy ass uh, experiments on white people. Everybody black, and we came from a black woman. Okay, if you didn't see uh, the Red Table Talk, go watch it. Because Jane said we come from one black woman. Period. You understand what I'm saying? So. <laughs> in a sense we have to understand that 
I, I think what I, I, I'm understanding is that the more I grow older, the more I'm, I'm learning new ways in how to mentor the next generation. Because we have to understand that sometimes a lot of people don't adapt with the times, right? And your way of mentorship is not is not probably going to get through to these new kids. You have to adapt. You have to learn these new ways. You think because you 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 have so many mentees and you you've you know you've been you fostered into so many lives, quote unquote, that you know how to be a mentor to everyone that comes into your life. No, that doesn't work like that because everybody has a different system, a different mindset, a different generation that they have grown up in. And this new generation, I know my generation is different. So I know the way um, that we mentor the next generation and the next generation after that is going to be way different than we than how we got mentored, than how we're mentoring now. You understand what I'm saying? We have to be willing to be able to adapt, black people, my black queens and kings. We have to be able to adapt. We have to be able to change our mindset in order for us to change the way we move, period. Influencing the next generation is one of our biggest importances right now, seriously. And when I see so much of us saying that we need to do this first, this is our first priority, this is our first priority, this is our first priority. See, as a black community, we put too much on one priority and not trying to spread it out. And when we not, when we don't spread out our priorities, because we do have a lot of things that that's on our agenda to get done. You know, we try to take it one time, one day at a time. We have too many things that we want to uncover and literally, you know, de-stereotype for us to just try to sit here and just, you know, try to just get one thing done at a time. We have a lot more intellect. I, I've been saying for a long time that we are very privileged. And what I mean by that is we have a lot more things, guys. We have a lot more education. We have a lot more teaching we have a lot more to learn we have a lot more to teach we have a lot more a, a lot more to absorb we have so many more things that were left for us to literally grab on by our ancestors who paved that way for us to influence right to sit here and be an influencer not not, not just an influencer but a teacher and teachers still learn. That's the beauty of being a teacher. You're still a learner. You're still a follower while being a leader. And let me keep it a buck. A lot of you black leaders or a lot of you false black leaders are out here trying to influence our children when you cannot sit here and literally still be able to learn yourself. I literally learn from people who are learning. That's me. I figured out what I am, right? I, I love to learn. I love to absorb different things. I love to say, hmm, really? Well, let me question that. Let me let me take it there. Let me have a healthy debate with you. You understand what I'm saying? It's you have to. You, we have to change our mindset because we have generations that are coming up. Our kids are getting killed, people. 
have stayed been getting killed and we we are still continually continuously still trying to do the same shit we gotta stop we have a next generation that we're literally trying to get together you understand what I'm saying these kids are dying I remember when I said that my generation was the last generation to actually sit here and what did I say? Like our generation was the last generation to actually be of some competence. And I want to take that sentiment back because honestly, being in these schools, being in these kids' faces, they're not dumb, right? They're not dumb. And I've always said that they're not stupid. But the way they are getting mentored is not it is it, not registering with them. And it's and, and, and the mentorship is coming from the old schools. And the old schools are thinking and are getting mad because their ways are not congruent. You have to be adaptable. But also, my generation has to be willing and able. And stop thinking that we're too damn busy to foster into the next generation. My black men, we have to do better. We got to do better. Celebrities who keep spilling this, this, this crap about, you know, sex, drugs, and gangs and shit. Takashi 6 9 Period. You understand what I'm saying? If you cannot concretely sit here and tell me why you don't let your child sit here and listen to your music, but you will let somebody else's child sit there and listen to that music, then don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. If you are that parent who literally says, you can't listen to my music, but literally their friends are listening to it, then you have no problem with that. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Don't talk. I'm not saying that I don't listen to your music. I'm grown though. <laughs> For grown folks. But your kids though. Your kids. These children. These babies. We got to change it. And I know it's hard because kids are getting into more and more shit as the culture and as society literally shifts. But we have to adapt. We, as a black community, have to adapt new ways and trying to foster into our next generation. We got to stop doing it the, 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 the lazy way. You understand what I'm saying? Or just the image-based way. Oh, yes, I'm a mentor. Yes, look at me. Yes, I, I mentored all six of these kids. When you know you ain't did shit. When sometimes y'all know y'all ain't did shit. Now, there's a lot of people that actually do stuff. And it's kudos to y'all. I give y'all props as fuck. I know who y'all are. And for those that I don't know that are doing it out there, keep doing it. But for those that are literally trying to be false gods out here thinking that y'all are mentors in the black community, just trying to put on the image, sit the fuck down and reevaluate yourself. That shit ain't cute. That shit ain't sexy. And that shit ain't fine. You blind as hell. And that shit is not that shit is not cool. That shit is not cool at all. We have to do better in influencing our children. 
Period. Female rappers, female artists, male rappers, male artists. We have to do better. Period. Period. So, we're going to end the month of November off like that on a good note. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, I, like I said, I, I appreciate y'all kicking it with me. You know, one good time for the one time. Uh, we're about to go into December, like I said. Um, and uh, let me let me just cover something real quick. Because I know my um, one of my my cousin wanted me to cover this, uh, this, this, this topic really quick. You know... To things that are shaping and changing in your life, you understand. Um, accept the things um, that you can't control. You know what I'm saying. Um, you, you, when things are changing, and you don't know if they're changing for the good or changing for the bad, you have to literally just pray, right? Literally pray about it. If you are not, and and here's here's one thing that I see. Everything that has shifted in my life has shifted for the better. Ever since I got saved, um, and that's not me sitting here saying that I, uh, I go to church every day um, or anything, but I do give all glory and power to him every day. You understand what I'm saying? So when I tell you my life has did a whole 360, I had to let God lead. And when God is leading God is going to throw a lot of curveballs at you that you're going to raise your eyebrow. You're going to be like, huh? Because you've done things, you, you've done it your way for so long. You've done it your way for so long. And now that you are giving permission, really, because now you're really giving the ability and permission for God to literally let um, um, lead your life, not really giving him permission because he don't need it. You understand what I'm saying? But you <laughs> you really don't need it, but you're literally now just giving him that 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 push, like, okay, you know what, God, I'm gonna just let you take it. When you will you allow him to fully take the reins of your life, anything and everything that comes after you, whether it makes you worry or not, is not even going to not even going to touch you in the slightest. You have to accept the things that are changing. Accept those. You, we have to be able to look at things from a broader view. You understand what I'm saying? Things are changing. Your mind is changing. When your mind starts to change, that means you're not thinking in that one-dimensional mindset that you were thinking about. Now you're thinking in a two-dimensional. Now you're thinking about other shit. Now you're looking at the flip coin of an argument, right? Like, oh shit, I went off, but how did I write? She's mad at me, but how did I, you understand what I'm saying? Not only looking at why she made you mad, but why did you make her mad? Do y'all come to a compromise? Things of that nature. And that's just an example. But things start to change. And the things that you cannot change, you give it up to him and you keep continue to move forward. A lot of things that we continue to try and change and we can't change, we try to change it anyway. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things that in our life we try to change so much that we don't have the power to change. But we do, we put so much time and attention into it that we don't waste so much time on something that we could just give to God and be like, listen, I can't do nothing about this. But you try so hard and you stress and you're worried and you start getting gray hairs. 
Some things are just left to be left. You understand what I'm saying? They are just left to be left and you just keep going and moving forward. It is your happiness. Your happiness. You need to be happy at the end of the day. Is it going to hurt people? Absolutely. Is it going to sit there and people are going to be mad at your happiness? Absolutely. People are going to be upset that you're happy. Some people are not going to allow, people are not going to feel your happiness because they don't want you to be happy. But that's okay. You have to continue to live in your happiness if you are truly and fully happy. Change comes with good and bad. It comes with balance. But it comes with lessons. If you're changing for the good, of course it's going to come with a little bad. It's balance, people. So change the things that you can and that you can't. Don't worry about it. Don't stress. Don't continue to push on something that... No, just let it go. You let it go and you keep moving. I'm telling you, don't don't stress about things that that continue to literally stress you out and you 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 don't have any power over. All right? So, like I said, I appreciate y'all for kicking it with me uh this week um or the today. Um we'll be back next week for the first show of for our last what? Let me see. Let me let me check the date. For our last, let's see, one, two, four shows of, oh, five, sorry, five shows of um, 2018. And um, I'm excited, man. 2018 has been a good year for the Opinionated Brother. And uh, we'll be celebrating our, whoa, THC, our company emblem, you know, uh, Taranza Hicks and Company will be celebrating um, it's two-year two anniversary on December 26th, but I have to actually choose a date on which day I want to celebrate it. Um, so it'll probably be like a little mini dinner or something like that. But um, I'm excited uh, to celebrate that. Um, two years in the game, uh, being a full-time entrepreneur, this has been great. Uh, an amazing, amazing ride uh, just to see everything just flourish. So... I'll get y'all more updates on that. I might have some some stuff, some giveaways coming. You know what I'm saying? Just hint, 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 uh, So I appreciate y'all. I love y'all so much. And thank y'all. And remember, remember, remember that life is like riding a bicycle. In order to keep your balance, you got to keep moving forward. All right? So remember that a bike can't move backwards. So neither do you. All right? Don't move backwards. Keep moving forward. All right, guys. I love y'all. Peace out. Peace. Peace and peace.